May 22nd, it's a Wednesday. We're here in Danny's backyard. We got Cubs talk, NBA playoffs talk, Lonzo Ball rumored, possible landing spot the Bulls, and then we do a little, not a hypothetical, but like a little, what'd you call it, Matt? Rankings or? Yeah, we're doing a power rankings of each of our names. So the power ranking, the top three Matts, the top three Jake slash Jacobs, and the top three Dans of all time. Yeah, so that's what we got in store today. So we're going to get into it. Cubs have cooled down. The Cubs have cooled down a little bit. They dropped. A series in Cincinnati, which is always disappointing. I feel like lately we have not played well there. Well, they're always Cincinnati's a like they're like three or four games under five hundred. I, I, I know they're playing right now. Don't know if they won or not. They're playing the Brewers. Their last I saw was like nine eight Brewers yeah. in like the sixth inning. An absolute shit show of a game. They're always a sneaky good team. Like they always get the Cubs trouble. I remember last year. I mean, we didn't obviously weren't the best team last year, but last year they swept us late in the season, and then that like started like a shit storm of everyone freaking out. I think like they're always, I mean, especially in division, but the Reds in general, I think like they're always like a scrappy team. Like they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll sweep yeah. you for no fucking reason. You'll be like, wait, hold on. The Reds the just fucked us. Yeah, yeah they're, exactly. They're very, they're very scrappy. This isn't like a classic Reds team where every starting pitcher has a ERA of up seven. So they got a few arms. They're still they, the dick ballers, yeah. but they got a few arms this year. Sonny Gray is doing decent. Tanner Roark's decent. But other than that, who's that? Luis Castillo, I think it is. Yeah, Castillo's decent. He's been a stud this year. Um, Cy Young candidate. After that, went on to Nationals, took two or three there. Uh, Anthony Rendon was a problem for us. Uh, bullpen's kind of been shaky. What do we just call him? Anyone see that on Twitter? Some guy in the we mind. Just saved, we just sent down, uh, or no, we put, uh, what's his name, Xavier. Zedanio. Uh, Zedanio on the DL. Okay, oh, and we called He just got up. off the DL. Oh, no, he's, he was suspended, actually. He just got off suspension. What's he suspended for? Well, I don't know, but I remember he's one of these. We, we acquired him, I assume he... Yeah, it was PEDs, but we we uh, acquired him over the offseason in a trade. He was one of the guys that's like, these are our acquisitions, like what the yeah. fuck. But I think he just came back not like a few weeks ago from suspension, so yeah, see you later, dude. I don't yeah. think he's done that. I don't think he's really done anything. But. No, I don't, if I don't really remember his name, you're probably not doing much out of the pen. Who do you bring up? Do we know who he brought up? Some guy, some guy that there's a Doesn't Twitter Maples. account. No, it wasn't Maples. There's some Twitter account at Cubs Prospects who's really good. He just updates all like the minor league systems, and he was very high on this guy. So whoever it is. Look for him probably play tonight because Joe does a weird thing where if you're like, called up from the minors in the pen, like you pitch the first yeah, day you're, you're up, oh, which so I just think is weird. But so it's his debut tonight. Well, if he, his his first like he'll, he's he's never pitched in the MLB before. I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. Cool. So there's a probability that he's gonna pitch tonight. Um, yeah, he's gonna have like a game like like huge save like well like need one out bases loaded or like two outs bases loaded he's gonna come in and like save the day. That's what he's talking about. Who's watching Sunday night baseball? Because I was at work, I couldn't watch it. What the hell happened to Javi's ankle, Dan? Like, do you it know was, what the fuck right, happened? Yeah, he was. Uh, Made a great, great play at short. Uh, got got the guy out, but uh, he landed on his foot a little odd. Okay. And it looked like he rolled it. It looked like he rolled his ankle. But they said the the injury was his heel. It was like a heel contusion or something like that. But it, it definitely looked like he, he messed something up when he when he. It looked a lot the, serious. It looked, it looked worse than what it was. Okay. All right. Now Chris Bryant, hot as hell. Three home runs and three innings against the Nats on Friday. I was sitting at work and I just I'm like oh sweet Chris Bryant home run another alert oh sweet another one oh shit a third he's just I don't know Matt just give I don't even know where to take it like anything you've done last week that we can't like hit with runners in scoring position I said there's like some insane stat yesterday about how many runners I mean let's see Monday night's game with Arietta Arietta versus Darvish I think we loaded the bases in the first inning 
At yeah. some point in the game, we loaded the bases with no outs, and we scored one or zero runs out of it. We've just been, I feel like we've been struggling. I mean, even like last night, it's like, yeah, cool, we had a walk-off win. We had like one run going into the ninth inning. Like, we, I, the offense has been a little bit, uh, I mean, obviously you can't expect a team to be ripping the cover off the ball every game, but the offense has obviously like regressed a little bit, and they've been uh, cooling down. But I just wish we, like, we haven't been great in situational hitting, I feel like. Even no. yesterday, we had another situation. It might have been, like, last night where we had, I think it was last night, where we had bases loaded and we fucking had no outs and we got one run across. I mean, that's just not, I don't know. Not great. Like situational hitting could definitely improve. Until Javi's walk-off, the Cubs were over 10 with runners in scoring position yeah. last night. Not great. Not great at all. But I think that'll end up being better because the Cubs have the most opposite field home runs this year, which just means they're working on putting the ball the other way, putting the ball in play, and just, like, I don't know. Anytime a team's hitting the ball the other way, I'm just like, all right, things will be fine. It's not like the hitter that just only pulls who gets hot, and then once he's not hot, he's basically worthless. So, and how about? I mean, I think there's some, it's like something to be said for the fact that Javi misses Javi misses Monday night's game. We score we score one run. Uh, then he missed all of. I mean, he, he obviously came in and pinched hit, walked off at the end last night. But before that, he missed all that game, and he came in the ninth, and we had one run. So I mean. Because you know, yeah, like maybe Javi is a bigger piece is, to this whole puzzle than we think. Yeah. Is, it, is it Javi's team? We definitely know he's. We is, definitely know he's very good, but maybe he's just bigger. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, I could see us like he, he leaves the lineup and maybe the offensive production is is down a little bit. But to be struggling as bad as they were, it was, it was a little bit shocking. But I mean, it just goes to show maybe he's more of an right. asset than we think he is. And then Matt, you've been pissed at this because you texted in the group chat last night. All you said was, "Why the fuck is Schwarber still yeah, in the leadoff spot?" Dumb. It's so stupid. I, yeah, I hate it too. But I don't know who really we put in that spot. I would I, I would vote Hayward over uh Schwarber for well, he's sure. He's been doing it too, but Hayward's been super cold as well. Yeah. He's I, on like a he's on like a like two hit out of his bats like thirty at bats streak too. So I mean I put Addison Russell there. He's been putting together really good at bats, making a lot of hard contact. I mean the only argument back for Schwarber is that he's a home run hitter, but that's not I don't want to man being a home run hitter. I'd rather no, no. you know take take some pitches uh I mean, if the guy who's getting the most at bats, I want him like taking pitches. Professional at bats. Exactly. I mean, who which Schwarber has been getting better at, but still, he's not like the guy I would point to. Not that I'd say Addison Russell's like, like an amazing hitter, but I would definitely rather see at this point in our current production, I'd rather see him there. Than I want to be Zobris or Descalso, but like we said, Descalso also cold Just as hell. Shit himself. Let's Zob- check. Zobris is getting a divorce, so he's not going to yeah, have the team. He's never going to play again. I'm going to check we right now. We never talked about that. But we need like. I agree with you, man. But like, we need a leadoff guy that's gonna start off the end, gonna start off the game. That's gonna have like an eight pitch at bat to start yeah. right out of the game. And uh, but other than that, I really don't think there's much else we can touch on for the Cubs. I'm gonna check. Hopefully, this wind is this wind gonna be. It really is kind of windy. It is a little windy. Pause right now. We're gonna pause it. We'll be. See how it sounds. Be right back. It's fucking loud. It's super loud. All right, we're back from our wind break. Done with talking about the Cubs. On to some NBA talk. Golden State just. Fucking white Portland off the court without KD. I think Portland had double digits leads in the second, the third, and the fourth game. Miles Leonard dropped 30 plus in the fourth game. Nothing. Couldn't do shit. Damian Lillard stunk out loud the whole series. Just. Matt, do you think this is his four? No. This would be three in a row now with KD, right? Four out of yeah, five? Yeah, it three in a row. Three I, in a row for championship wise, yeah. Yeah. I definitely think uh, Damian Lillard's separated rib played, it had to have played a big factor into how bad he is. Yeah, as the wind be, it, so while we were on our little break, there's no wind at all, and now we start talking again, and the wind's whispering. But I mean, yeah, I, there's not really much to say about that because of the Warriors are just like they're so fun to watch. Like, as much as it's like kind of like LeBron, I never got around to this point with LeBron where it's fun to watch him. Like I always just hate watching him when he does good. But the Warriors are like they've come around for me where I like 
I want them to win, don't get me wrong, but like, they're just fun to watch. Like, okay, it sucks they keep winning, and they're so dominant, but they're such a fun team to watch when KD's not out there. Yeah. They just run the ball around. They play, like, we, I think we talked about it last week. They just play, like, a beautiful, like, they play beautiful. Like, they play, like, the perfect game of basketball. They have outside there. They're outside shooters. They have guys who can penetrate and just dump it off and, like, force force uh, other defenders to step up and then, like, find a guy under the basket. It's just, I don't know. They're, they're a lot of fun to watch. They play, like, the perfect combination of, like, back cuts and, like, old-school, like, Princeton offense where there's a bunch of, like, screening cuts and then just, like, shooting-wise. Like, Dan, did you see the video of Steph Curry, like, trying to guard him over, like, a 24-second possession where he ran, like, yeah. side-to-side yeah. three? That's disgusting. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you – if you're playing defense, what are you supposed to do? Like, you just – he gets four screens set for him. You're just constantly running. He just catches it. Pump fake. You're in the fucking stands. Like, ah, shit. And then drops a three on your head. Like, what the fuck? One, one weird thing about this series is that, like, I think I wasn't sure if it was game three or game four when uh, Draymond Green and Steph Curry both had triple doubles. They said that was the first time in NBA playoff yeah, history for two teammates to ever do that. That's I feel insane. like that should have, have happened before. At least once. Right? Like, I think, like, the like Jordan and Pippen could have gotten that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A quick, uh, quick detour of things that have never happened before. I heard on yesterday's broadcast that tonight, Cole Hamels versus Cole, whoever the fuck, for the Phillies is the first ever Cole, Cole versus Cole matchup, <laughs> which is insane to me because they've been playing baseball for 300 years. Anyways, we, as, as we were, I had a question for you guys. What do you guys think it's like, what do you guys think it's like being Seth Curry? That's got It's just, cool that you're, you're making an NBA salary, but it's just like... I, yeah, I couldn't imagine just going to family parties where I guess your it, your brother is just... I was like putting him in noogies and like just like giving your, him wedges your, and shit. Your brother's going to be... Your, the next like 4th of July party, your brother's going to be coming in with his 4th ring, his 4th championship after 5 straight uh, finals appearances and you're like probably like the 4th best player on your team yeah. that got just swept by your brother's team. I guess you have, you have to have the right personality because if he has just like a laid back personality he doesn't care for attention, it, it can't be that bad. But if he's a personality where he's like... He wants the attention. It's got to be the fucking worst. Yeah. But... But I would I mean, I wouldn't be that mad if I was Seth. I'd rather be an NBA basketball player than, like, an accountant or something. When you guys think it's weird, like, after like, after game three, maybe... I mean, after game four... Oh, well, Seth, Seth, uh, Steph Curry is known to, like, do a little bit of showboat and, like, shimmy shake after he hits a three. Like, is it weird in the locker room? Like, say he, like, hits a three in Dame's face, shimmy shakes, then, like, Dame wants to go back to the locker room at halftime and start motherfucking him. And he looks over, like, oh, there's Seth Curry. He's like, man, Seth's such a fucking pussy. Like, you see him shaking in my fa- and, like. Seth's just, like, sitting there, like... Okay, he's like, not that bad of a guy. He's just doing it for show. Come I, on, Dan. I, I, seriously, like, I wonder how that's handled. Like, I mean, cause obviously, like, locker room talk, like, you're talking shit about the other team. Like, do they have to, like, temper, like, when Seth's in the room? Or are they, are they waiting for Seth to leave to be like, man, fuck Steph Curry. Like, guy's such a bitch. <laughs> that, that's actually pretty funny. I, a weird dynamic. Dane probably just walks in, he's like, mother... He's not too bad. He's not, Gosh, he's not that bad. It's like, he's just so good. I, I can't guard him. He's so good. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, like, Matt, back to your point about, like, they're way more fun watching without KD. Yeah, the Warriors. They're so like I, I'm. I'm so I'm. I really want KD to leave Golden State. Not for just it'll be better for basketball, but the Warriors are so much more fun to watch. Even though they're not as good, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best player in the world. I Kevin I disagree. I think they're better without him. I uh, just because like the thing of ball movement, the ball movement, and just like flowing and flowing. Uh, they're not as talented, but they're a better team. But Kevin Durant no can just sense. create his own shot whenever the he fuck can, he wants. He can, but you, then we don't get the beautiful basketball. That's, they've had That's their, what I'm saying. It's more fun to watch, but they're still better off with them. I, I still think they have higher highs without him, and they have lower lows with him, if that makes any sense. Because their lowest is what it's like, all right, yeah, I guess Durant, I guess Durant could shoot him out of the game if he's having an off night, but... Mm-hmm. It's funny how they're, they're obviously still better with them. They're too big free agency. I mean, obviously KD was last last summer's free agency or two summers ago. But like they're too big free agents. Like uh, Boogie Cousins and KD are out, and they're still like fucking sweeping the Portland Trailblazers. But like, the Eastern Conference Finals, 
like as that series goes deeper, it's like I'm feeling worse about it because it's like if the Bucks can sweep them in four or five, and like they can just dominate them like they did in the first two games, it's like okay, like that's a really good team. I said I, I'm not, I didn't watch much of like last night's game because I was watching the Cubs. I don't know if you guys did, but it was not particularly close. No, and that's kind no. of concerning. Like I just feel like, like I had slight hope that the Bucks could make it a good series against the uh, against the Warriors, but now it's I mean. Even if it I'm goes, great about it. if it goes minimum six, the Bucks win the next two games. If you're Eric Bledsoe, you just played six games, and now you have to go chase around Steph Curry, like when he is on like a week and a half rest, you're gonna be dead by game three. Yeah. Like, or even if it's Toronto, say if you're fucking Kyle Lowry and that big old peach, like you're gonna have to be chasing around Steph Curry, Clay Thompson after you just had to fucking guard Giannis for six, seven games. Like, what the fuck? It that's miserable. So. The longer this series in the Eastern Conference goes, it's just like worse off. It's this worse off for both be. of them. It may be four or five games, but I love how after two games, I was like, "Yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee may actually win the whole thing," and then they lose both games. In yeah, Toronto. like last night, that was, it was pretty ugly. Like Toronto looked significantly better. I didn't, I was at work, so I could watch game. I just like yeah. saw bits and pieces of the score when I went into patient's room, but yeah, it wasn't close. Yeah, I was flipping back and forth, but I, obviously Toronto was playing really well at home. They got their two wins at home, but. Mm. Now it's a series. Now, yeah, I th- well, I think it's going. So- it's got to go seven. Now, I think they, I, I think, think it, Milwaukee takes it at home. Toronto, home, home, and home, home, home. home. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's how it's gonna go. Yeah, probably. Who do you guys think is the better matchup for the Warriors? The I Bucks think the Bucks. The Bucks. I think the Bucks are so much. better. I've heard though. the Bucks because they uh, they have a deeper team. Yeah. So when the Warriors like second unit comes out, while they, I mean obviously they're not as I mean they they don't take out that it seems like they don't sub out the whole like they're not gonna sub Clay. Draymond and stuff out at the same time, they mix and match everyone. But I think I, I've heard because the Bucks are a deeper team. Like when their second unit comes out, they can bring in their like bench mob and they'll do better. But I think I've seen enough bench mobs of the Chicago Bulls to know that that doesn't doesn't always work out. Like you can't yeah. like your 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 best guys got to be your you know what I, mean? I don't know how mm-hmm. to describe you know what I'm saying. Your guys like, are your yeah. guys. Yeah, like your main guys. Like it's cool to have like a deep roster, a deep team in like the regular season and like before the playoff like. Early playoffs, but once you're fan, like, the, like once you're facing the big dog, it's like you want your best guys out there. Like, I don't want to shit on the possible. Bulls, but it's like 2011, 2012, 13. When like when they face the Heat, the Bulls would be the one seed. They had the best bench in the league, and then it'd be like, all right, now you have to go face LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Wade. It's like over in five because the bench is like just basically they don't they do matter, but it's like having the best bench really doesn't matter in the playoffs. It's nice to have, but it's like you still need those top end guys. Yeah, exactly. It's good for the first two rounds. Oh, it's very good for the first two rounds, but then it's like, all right, D-Rose, you got to play 44 minutes, and LeBron's playing like 47. So Dude, even good. like Luol Dang was playing like 40-something minutes exactly. in those if, seri- in if that series. If you're getting 45 minutes of Taj Gibson versus Chris Bosh, eventually Chris Bosh, talent-wise, is just going to be better. Be, be better. better, and like Dwayne Wade's going to be better than Luol Dang and whatever. But that's, I think that's what's going to happen in the finals. Game one and two will probably be closed. It'll probably be Milwaukee or Toronto. And then just the longer it goes on, it's just like we are better. Four titles in five years. Best dynasty ever. And then just be like, all right, KD, go to the Knicks. And then see if it, see if it ends or maybe it just fucking yeah. keeps going on. Who knows? I think whoever the East puts out Warriors minimum five. Though Whoever's in the East will get maximum a Maximum or minimum? You think, you think it'll go no, five no, max, maximum. Max five? I think it's got to be more than five. Milwaukee's pretty damn good. That's it for NBA playoffs talk. And we're going to transition. We're going to keep NBA. We're done with the NBA playoffs. Talk about some Chicago Bulls. Because the Bulls are rumored for getting Lonzo Ball. Or at least having him as a target to get this offseason. I don't know about you two, but if I were a Bulls fan, I would love that move for you guys. Because you have Laurie who can score. You have Levine who can score. Wendell Carter can score. You have no one that plays defense. And some people think guard defense doesn't matter in the league. 
I do. We have Chris Don Pell. Chris, oof. yeah. Oh yeah, Chris He's Don. He's a guard defender in the lockdown. But guard. I know Jim Boyle is not the most innovative head coach in the league. Probably towards the bottom. Probably dead last, to be honest. But if they're just trying to get going, like play a upper tempo, Lonzo Ball running their break, I think would be scary good. Because he doesn't have to score. He doesn't have to do anything. It's just like, hey, Lonzo, do what you do and pass. That's it. But, Dan, what do you think about Lonzo on the Bulls? Well, May was saying this earlier. With with Lonzo, I would like I would actually like Lonzo running the point for the Bulls. But with, with LeVar comes that baggage, which is already one of the most dysfunctional front offices <laughs> In all basketball, mm. obviously the Lakers were a circus act. But so, Le- LeBron's Bull- people shut up Levar. He did something. Or That's like, fine. But the Bulls front office nope. can't. Nope. Nobody on that roster can yeah. shut up Levar. We need LeBron's package. Yeah. <laughs> you come with to like keep him like keep him tucked away, keep him like tied up in like whatever basement LeBron has him tied up in. Like we need we need the keys to that basement along because, with Levar. Because once once Lonzo is gone from LeBron, you just unlock that cage of Levar. And he just fucking comes storming out. He's all that pent up, pent up like takes. Like a mad dog. Oh yeah. yeah, he, Levar might be the one that will get Garn Packs fired though. He might just go. They might just resign. Like I don't uh, want to deal with this psycho. I'm done. You I'm know going what? I, I didn't even think of that. That might be. Chicago. <laughs> they would put up a statue of Levar Ball if he got Garn Packs yeah, to resign. I mean, I'm interested to see. Not interested to see, but I think it would be. It would be cool to see, but I wonder what the package would be. I, I I mean obviously the seven pick I assume would be part of it maybe, or other I mean I, yeah I wonder what the package would be for him. I have or, no uh, clue. Pro- it would have to be at least as long as you're doing like this year's picks it would be seven and probably like who's who's like a bench player that the bull or the Lakers would be interested in. Christian Felicio. Yeah, I was, I was just <laughs> no, uh, I have no idea to be honest. That's a good question. Who's like a good bench shooter on the we team? We don't have a lot of good. I mean, we don't have a lot. Of yeah, good, no. we don't have a lot of good players. Not even a white that could stay in the corner, hit some threes. Archie Diakono. Yeah. Oh, sure. We'll I, I like Archie Diakono. He's a, he's a gritty player. I like him. He's not gonna be around for very long. Not be well. That, that, that sounds kind of morbid, but <laughs> no. I hope I wish all the best for him. I hope he's a good player, but. In all likelihood, he's probably not going to be. No, he's he's a guy team. that makes it two, three years. He has a Villanova degree. Like that's what, badass. Like, Lady City Bulls for life, lifer. How much do you make in the G League? Do you know any of you? Probably. D League, I think pays out six figures. I don't know okay. about the G League. I think the D League. D League and G League like, are the same thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the D League was switched into the G League because Gatorade sponsored it. Oh, so I'm an idiot. I, I thought I thought there were two separate things. Yeah, get up to date. The G League. Sorry, sorry I don't watch a lot of G League D League basketball. The G League, they make, they make bank in the G League, but the D League, they're really getting fucked. <laughs> yeah, they're, no. uni, they're union raptors. That, means, that means they're making six figures. Like yeah, I, 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 I know they're making. Make like, that for ten years. You have your Villanova degree. Like probably sign some autographs for a couple thousand when you need it, and then work, then like run a car dealership after that. Yeah, and you're. Retire at 50 if you invest right. Like, that's pretty badass. Heck yeah. But overall, you guys both would want LeVar, or not LeVar, Lonzo yeah, on the I'd team. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah I, I think it'd be interesting. Obviously, it's better a better point guard than we have on our roster right now. But, As, uh, yeah, I, I just wonder, or uh, yeah, I wonder if they even are, if, if Gar and Pax are even interested in doing it or if they're going to go find their point guard in the draft. Just like as the resident Laker fan, I would like him to stay on the Lakers. I do like, I like Lonzo a lot. Like, he's not the best point guard in that draft year in Fox and Fox like Lonzo's fate like scared to face him he sat out both games or one game when he was at Kentucky when they faced UCLA uh, or when he was at UCLA facing Kentucky sat out in the NBA against De'Aaron Fox he's just scared of him but if the Lakers can get like that second scoring guy even if it's like Bradley Beal and they like fuck up and that's who they have to settle with having Lonzo on there so could LeBron could sit have Lonzo run the show and like let Beal score 
works for me. Works for me. Absolutely. Um, is it time to get into the name debate? I think it's time. Yeah. I've, I've been very excited for this debate. So, like, we, were, like we started off, or like we said in the intro, uh, my dumb brain, I don't know how I thought of this, but I'm like, we should, I was like, man, I wonder who, like, the best mats of all time are. I'm sitting at work, super bored. Who are the best mats of all time? So, this, so we turned it into a segment, so we're going top three, uh, like, like, worst mat, but obviously still a good mat, like, worst Matt, Jake, and Dan, down to number one, so. Well, what, I, I wasn't thinking of all time, I was thinking of just, like, people, like, today. I know I did all. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't think it matters. Oh, if I did all time, I should have done like the like the disciple Matthew. Yeah, that was a big miss. <laughs> I was thinking like ah. Daniel from like the, Daniel with like the lions. Well, you can do any of them. You can no, do, like, I, I I just think we should do. Like, are there disciples of Jesus that all have? There's a Matthew. I think that, isn't there a Daniel? Matthew, John. I don't know about Daniel. I don't there might Daniel. be a. James. There's not a disciple named Daniel. There, no, there's a Bible story about a Daniel, but well, we're all Daniel. in the Bible. We all have biblical stories. About yeah, us. there is. There's a Daniel in the Bible. Cool. But I just wanted to bring that up. Anyways, so Catholic school talk for you. So I figured we could do like uh, I'll go first, and we'll go around the room. Like I'll like me, Dan, Jake, and then like we'll start off three, go down yeah. to two. Yeah. So let me bust out my list. I I made sure to write all these down. And some fun facts about my guys. My honorable mentions. So like I was saying before, the guys who just didn't make the cut: Matt Forte, Ooh. and uh, Matthew Disciple, as as we were just talking about. Some great some great guys. You know, I probably put Forte for the Disciple, Matthew number five. A tough number five, but a five nonetheless. So my real number three is Matt Merton, Chicago Cubs outfielder from 2005 to 2008. Are you guys familiar? No. Really? Are you serious? Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I, I don't know. <laughs> he's one of these. He's For me, he's one of the all-time guys. If you ask a Cubs fan, like a, a real Cubs fan who's been watching for a while, they just have, like, stockpile, like, random-ass names of Cubs players, like Reed Johnson. Ryan Terrio. Ryan Terrio. Sam, Dar- Sam Fold. Darwin Barney. And Reed on and on and on. So Matt Merton is definitely one of these guys for me, and he shares. He, I've always liked him because he shared my name. So, yeah, like I said, the Cubs outfielder from 2005-2008. He actually threw the ball into home He threw the ball into home plate to Michael Barrett that sparked the, uh, Ooh, the brawl with A.J. Przinsky. A little fun fact for you. Look at that. Uh, he had a 299 average with the Cubs during his, during his tenure with the, with the Cubs. He last played the majors in 2009, and I wrote he's the ultimate he's the ultimate random Cub player that fans remembered for no apparent reason. Like there's no reason to remember Matt Burton. He did nothing of note, but here we are talking about Matt Burton in 2019. You, you should have picked Matt Forte. I didn't pick he's, Matt Forte. He's a, he's a better he's a better Matt. That's in your in your opinion, sure. Uh, I mean, he's hey. As you pick your list, I'll pick mine. All right, that? all right. So Dan, what my, was number, your, your number my number my number three. My I had a, I also had a few honorable mentions. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. He uh, played played Lincoln in that movie. That was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, Danny McBride. He's you know Ooh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride's very funny. You ever watch uh, Eastbound and Down? Oh yeah, I never watched. He's, he's, he's the main okay. character. Okay. Eastbound and Netflix Down. Press. I think Dan's gonna win this. I think Dan's gonna win. All right, number three. This one's this one. You're gonna be like, oh shit, I remember him, and he's still on TV. But I used to watch him all the time. Daniel Tosh. Ooh, Tosh. Tosh point Yeah, you're gonna win. Very very funny show. I used to watch that shit all the time when I was like 12 years old. Awesome comedian, great show. It's my, my his number dad, three. His dad's like a pastor or a priest. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's funny. I think, yeah. I think Daniel Tosh, number three. You probably have another actor on your list, probably number one. I think that's going to be the reason you win. My only honorable mention, and he sucks, is Jake Paul. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> That's tough. Oh, man. My number three is Cy Young winner Jacob deGrom. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good go. pitcher. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's, that's, a good, no, that's good. That's good. That's very relevant. Yeah, so that's, that's my number three. Dominant pitcher. Yeah. You can bring any facts to go with it? On the Cy Young, he's been on my he was on my fantasy team last year. Fun carried, fact, he was on Jake's fantasy. Carried team. me nice. to second place. In the, 
Dan won first again. But yeah, that's all I got in uh, Jacob DeGrom. I'm kind of regretting if I re- really wanted to win this, I probably shouldn't have gone with Matt Merton. But he's, <laughs> in my heart of hearts, he's a top three Matt, so I'm sticking by it. My number two Matthew. He's a, he's a Matthew. He's Matthew McConaughey. Ooh, Ooh that's, that's a strong two. Film star. He was married to a Brazilian model in 2010. I have no clue if they're still together. That's just what Wikipedia said. Before that, he dated Penelope Cruz, who I've heard of before. That's the super hot name, Penelope Cruz. You guys know what she looks like? A, didn't she date like Tom Cruise? Or no, am I, I just stupid? I have no idea. No cool. It's a great. It's a great question. Like Penelope is either really ugly or extremely no, think, hot. Well, I think when you tie one of the two, there's no you, average Penelope. I think when you tie Cruise into the back, it's who? Yeah, Cruz. spicy. And, and also dated Sandra Bullock. And yeah, obviously I mean, we know him from Days and Confused. Had like one of like, the creepiest line of all time. Like I keep getting older and they keep saying the same age. All-time that's a, creeper. That's the thing about high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. And he's the face He's the face of Texas Longhorn fandom of all sports. And Lincolns. Lincolns. The car? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's in all those weird commercials. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, I mean, just a real weird guy, but also like a great Matthew. So, yeah. number yeah. two, Matthew McConaughey. My uh, number two, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Dan Marino. Yeah. Ah, that's a pretty good one, guy. You know, that's all I got on Dan Marino, though. One of the, he's pretty good. One of the greatest he, quarterbacks to ever play. No, no rings, though. No rings, though. No rings, but multiple, kind of, multiple MVPs. Kind of an asshole in part of my take. Actually, a very big asshole in part of my take. He's, whatever, he's a, one of the goats of... Goats of full playing. Oh, goats of Dan. Of, goats of Danism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number two is an actor. It is Jake Gyllenhaal. He is uh, the villain in the new Spider-Man movie. And other than that, I really don't know what else he's in. I don't remember off the top of my head. Well, that's the number two Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal. Good to see we all did our research here. So my number I thought one, we were just listing names. I didn't know we were going to have a story. But that's on me. I wasn't well, I was trying to bring background on people. So my number one, Matt, is Matt Damon. Star of Goodwill Hunting. He was in Save Private, Saving Private Ryan, which I have not seen. But it said he was, Wikipedia said You've he was You've never seen Saving Private Ryan? No, no. Wow. I don't know if he was, was he like a star. Was he like a loot delete in that? In yeah, that he was Private Ryan. They, well, he was like never in the movie. But he was, they were saving him. But wasn't he like never in the movie? He was the didn't first, the first, like, first like, hour of the movie. He's not in it. Didn't, like, then, didn't they find him and he wanted to stay or some shit? Yeah, it's like, kind of fucked him all over. Yeah, kind of. It's, it's a long story. Not great. Okay, so let's just forget about that for Matt Damon, uh, and and he was in The Departed. So agree. I mean, three huge movies. Uh, he's on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and he's one of the highest paid actors of all time. And he has a sweet Boston accent. So Matt Damon, Jake's, Jake's are Jake's losing interest over here. No, I'm not. I'm just all right. Okay, nature. My number one. I think this is this is gonna be our winner. That's gonna decide it. Danny DeVito. Yep. I knew it was no coming. The most likable human being to ever walk the face of the earth. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Frank, one of the best characters to play play on a show. You know, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Um, Tell us your favorite Matilda. scene. Tell us your favorite Danny Vito scene from Always Sunny. Ooh, ah, there's so fucking many. Um, if you want to think guess, for a sec, oh, no, yeah, it. yeah. Let me think for a sec of my favorite Frank. My scene. favorite is either when they're. I forget what that whole episode's about. I just know the scene is like, Max about to like jump off a bridge, and the <laughs> just goes, he's gonna commit suicide. Suicide's badass. <laughs> that is engraved in my head, and also when he's like greased up, crawling out of the couch. Just those two oh, scenes. No, yeah, one, of, one of the best, one of the best scenes is when he's uh he shaves his entire body and he's, and he's douses himself in hand sanitizer, saying, and he's in a diaper. He's like, I want to be pure. But I, I think the best, it, this isn't really a scene, but like one of the best, I think my favorite episode of Always Sunny is when the gang gives uh, Frank an, an intervention <laughs> and, and they're just walking, he's, he's, has like wine in a can, <laughs> he's trying to fuck his sister-in-law. Mm. Um, Did he and then, the snail? Yeah. And then like, he's like, he's like, no, uh, 
He's like, I didn't. We just did a bunch of those monster energy, energy drinks in the dry hump. It was awful. <laughs> and then, uh, and, like the whole episode is great. Like when he's walking up mad and he just gurgles up a butt, like a mouthful of beer. He's like, let me just roast this bone real quick. All time, always sunny scene like, when the snail's in the bar and they're trying to get her out. They just they just start salt throwing the salt at her. And she's like, yeah, she just runs out. I'll, yeah, but not, not a big always sunny guy, but yeah, definitely. I mean, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, one of the most likable human beings to ever walk the face of the earth. Absolutely. Jake, uh, top of my list to round it all off. Now, I don't know if I would call it Chicago legend, but I he's back in Chicago. Yeah. Jake Arrieta, 2016 Cy Young winner, absolute stud of a pitcher. Uh, did the ESPN body issue? Real sexy guy. Does there's gotta Pilates. be better Jakes out there. There's gotta be. There's not a lot of great Jakes. Really? There's there, gotta there's be. not really. It was tough. I may make the list by the end of my tenure on this earth. Yeah. The list is very shallow. Did you did you do research on this? I did or? some research, yeah. A little bit of research? Yeah. There's a couple there's like a box who's like ninety eight, but I really know who he was. Uh, not a lot of actors with Jake or Jacob. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at it now. Let's see, let's see if you can find any better Jacob. Jake Locker. Hell oh, yeah. Nice. Woo-hoo. Jake T. Austin, kid from that Wizards of Waverly place. He, oh, if I have another island mention, that's him because I loved that show growing up. Yeah, all these, yeah, all these Jakes fucking stink. Correct. <laughs> we're Jake not Plummer. Great. Jake Plummer didn't make the list. Jake I guess Plummer. we're great for backup QBs. We got Jake Locker, Jake. Plummer. Oh, if we're doing all-time backup quarterback name, you're winning. Jake, Jake DeHolm. Yeah. I know the Panthers. Yeah. If we're doing all, yeah, if we're doing backup um, quarterback names, I think Jake probably got in the bag. But man, are you able to just we can crown Danny the winner of this? I think we got we got to at least throw it to the throw it to the people. Oh, we'll put it on Twitter. Yeah, we're we'll going to put, put on, on a poll. Man, I, if you want to do that now, we're talking about it. Or else I, I'll forget. I have the utmost, I have the utmost confidence in our... I have the utmost confidence in all our... Well, I mean, that episode hasn't come out yet, so yeah. if we put it out there, it'll make no sense. Yeah, true. Makes so, sense. <laughs> so once the, once I... Yeah, just text me when it, text me when it comes out, and I'll, I'll put it up there. All righty. Um, do we have anything else to talk about today? I think that's it. I think we, we covered all our bases. No, I think we got it. Okay. Sounds good to me. See you guys later. See ya. Shine.